listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. Today is a Rachel's Trivia Challenge. Yeah. Super excited. We haven't not, we haven't had a, a trivia challenge. Yeah, it's been sure. a little while. It's yeah. been a minute for one of these. These are always so fun. So I believe we're going on a road trip today to like various Lutheran sites and sounds. No, just sightseeing? I don't know. Rachel, take it away. (laughs) I'm sure that there will be many senses involved, at least imaginary (laughs) ones, because it is summertime. And in my world, summertime means road trips. Yes. Yes. So the kids and I are heading off for a month-long jaunt uh, next week to reconnect with all family peoples we miss as a military family. So my mind is on the subject of road trips. And someday, even though all of our trips now are grandma and grandpa related, usually, Mm -hmm. I I really hope to be able to take a different kind of great American road trip and connect with a different kind of family. That is to say, my Lutheran family and all the heritage. This is like a dream of mine someday Mm -hmm. to like hit because I'm such a history nerd and such a, you know, Lutheran person that I would (laughs) love to do a road trip, a road trip full of locations from major moments in. American Lutheran history, especially LCMS history. So we're going to do that imaginatively today because let's be honest, it's going to be a long time before I get to do this for real. (laughs) (laughs) And since it's me, of course, it has to be a trivia challenge. I can't let you just, you know, have it, have anything easy. No, Um, that's right. So you are going to have to use your noodles to Mm -hmm. figure out, plot the itinerary of our ultimate Lutheran road trip. I love this so much. (laughs) Okay, so if you're ready, get out your atlases. For the yes. ultimate Lutheran road trip trivia challenge. I need to make a disclaimer. Uh-oh. Yeah. James Sharp taught me geography in high school. So if I don't so get I- any of these right, it's his fault. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry, Ange. Fair There's enough. at least one question on here that is mostly just for you, Brie. So no. if you figure out which one it is, you get a bonus point. If, if we answer the question, oh. we go, is this one for me? Okay. 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 Yes, I love this game. Not wait for this. Okay, here we go. Everyone buckle up. I got my seatbelt on. And no fighting in the back seat, please. I can't guarantee that. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching <laughs> I was always stuck in the middle seat between my two brothers. So Ooh, that's rough. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one will be better. You're stuck in the middle seat between Aaron and Bree now. That's right. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> it is. Okay, here we go. Since my point of origin is currently Connecticut, we will start our journey in the East at a place that is familiar to U.S. historians, if not always to church ladies. Hmm. You have probably heard somewhere in the past about Seminary Ridge, where part of a major military battle was once fought. Did Hmm. you know, though, that Seminary Ridge was named for an actual seminary, that the seminary in question was actually Lutheran? (gasps) What? Yep. I think I've come across this. Your question is, where is this seminary, this ridge, and this battlefield located? Gettysburg. Gettysburg, isn't it? It I is. I have never heard this before in my life. Yes! This came wow. up in one of my, my hymn-sing podcasts. Uh, right! Yes, it did. Yeah, because that was where the Lutheran seminary was, and there's people that wrote hymns out of there. That's where hmm. my dad went to co- He went to Gettysburg College. What is it, Gettysburg Seminary? Is that the this name of it? This is the Lutheran Theological S- Seminary at Gettysburg. 
Got it. Yeah. It was a seminary. It actually just merged in 2017. So oh, yeah, most right. of this is like slightly historical. Right. It was founded in 1826 by the prominent but controversial theologian and professor Samuel Simon Schmucker. Yes, I remember him. Yeah. <laughs> I love his games. It was, until its merger in 2017, the oldest continuously operated Lutheran seminary in the United States, wow. which yeah. is kind of cool. That is. It is not LCMS, but then again, it predates LCMS. So, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. And it played a major role in the Battle of Gettysburg. It was a lookout, the seminary building from the cupola. Brigadier General John Buford first observed the battle coming to Seminary Ridge. It was a major, major point of fighting. The seminary building served as like hospitals. I mean, it was it was a huge part of the Battle of Gettysburg, which, of course, was one of the most notable turning points in the Civil War. And it's a great movie soundtrack. It is. And as a national park, uh, the seminary is not a national park, but Gettysburg, you know, national battlefield. I've been there. It's an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. If you can go, go. And if you can just stop by and stroll the seminary grounds while you're there, you will have checked off stop one on our Ultimate Lutheran Road Trip. Ooh, I love it. Okay, we are moving on. From Gettysburg, we are going to drive northwest. Okay. Until we come to a unique and solidly German Lutheran cluster of hamlets. You can really only describe them as hamlets. These communities were founded by mission-minded Lutherans sent by Wilhelm Lehr to evangelize the Indians. And although the local Chippewa eventually left the area, the Lutherans stayed and are still there. They built the tiny towns that continue to bear their names. One in particular is a tourist hotspot known for its chicken dinners, Bavarian charm. And the self-proclaimed world's largest Christmas store. Where are we now? Frankenmuth, Michigan! (laughs) Yes, we are indeed in Frankenmuth, Michigan. Most Michiganders, of which Sarah is definitely one, (laughs) know about this town's strong German roots, but they may not know about its vibrant Lutheran heritage. The area was settled and named by conservative Lutheran immigrants, from the Rostal area of Franconia in Germany, who established towns whose very names reflected their faith in God. So Frankentrost, the trust of the Franconians, that's God. Frankenhilf, he's the help of the Franconians. Frankenlust, the desire of the Franconians. And of course, Frankenmut, the courage of the Franconians. So while you are in Frankenmuth, of course, you must traverse the covered bridge. Check out the Glockenspiel. Eat your dinner Mm. at either Zenders or the Bavarian Inn. And shop at Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. Yes. You should also take a moment, if it's it's open and you're able, to stop by and visit St. Lawrence Lutheran Church, one of the 14 charter congregations of the LCMS. And it's a gorgeous example of what I would call frontier Gothic revival architecture. Such a beautiful building. And if you're lucky, you may even get to experience a German language, Lutheran divine service, which are still held monthly as they always have been. Well, not always monthly, but they are now still held monthly in Frankenmuth. So that's step number two. Check off it. All right. From Frankenmuth, we turn south to enjoy yet another spot known both for its bold Lutheran confession and for its stunning architecture. Ooh. We are headed to what I can only describe as a gorgeous location designed 
by the same Finnish-American architectural mastermind who dreamed up the main terminal at Washington Dulles International Airport and the Gateway Arch in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy! <laughs> you know, Saarinen or whatever. Sa- Saarinen? Where are Where we? Where is Where are we? Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne Seminary. Yeah. yeah. You guys Fort, aren't as excited Fort about that as I am. I spent like three years there with my husband. <laughs> just, that's not really my aesthetic, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's fine. You don't have to like Eero Saarinen. Still a great spot on the road trip, though. It's true. So Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana, of course, is what we're talking about. And its campus and its soaring chapel was designed by the acclaimed architect Eero Saarinen of Gateway Arch fame. Mm. Yes. So while you're there, while we're there, we will stop in and hear the chapel's extremely live acoustics, mm-hmm. daily prayers. I mean, it's just like even if there's only 10 people there, it sounds so big Mm -hmm. we can stroll around the lake to the state-of-the-art theological library being careful to dodge the uh homicidal swans Mm -hmm. (laughs) and of course visit the bookstore because of course course. and if we go on a friday afternoon when school is in session we might even get to pop into the traditional weekly gemütlichkeit gathering where Mm -hmm. professors and students and families unwind after a hard week of study Mm -hmm. some dear dear memories at this particular spot but we're on a road trip people get back in the car we gotta keep going (laughs) right i gotta pee first hold on (laughs) i don't know sarnin designed the bathrooms on the seminary when did the chapel get built oh goodness i don't know if he did the arch first or not i think it i don't know because the chapel of course was just a sort of a blip in his career I mean, he was all busy deciding. He was the apparently the deciding vote on the Sydney Opera House. I mean, he's got a lot of credits. To he Whoa. didn't design the Sydney Opera House. He was on the committee that approved the design. Mm-hmm. His opinions are important. Yeah. So I don't know well, that, where it falls in his career because the Arch was in 1963. Three. Yep. I feel like the seminary was after that. Google it. But okay. Uh, you can't Google it. We're on a road trip. That's oh, right. you're right. right. Later. No internet. No yeah, we're in a dead zone right now. <laughs> we're going into a tunnel. Make a note of it. We'll come back to it later. Park that. Because now we're going to head west and north to another interesting example of architecture, but not necessarily Lutheran architecture. Oh. But yes. We are now pulling in to the former campus of the School Sisters of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I don't know. One of those two. whose lovely but admittedly very merry heavy chapel was let's say adjusted after it was converted for lutheran use in 1982 Hmm. where are we now yes we are university wisconsin i mean yes i didn't know that we are at concordia university in mequon wisconsin Huh. Uh, they, their original campus was in downtown Milwaukee, but in the early 1980s, they bought a former, a, I believe it was a, a convent or a school of, of a very Catholic spot. <laughs> and they were able to convert most of it to Lutheranism very easily, except I believe there was one mural somewhere in the chapel that had to be adjusted. It's been years since I was there. Pretty um, it was the Virgin Mary, and they made it's Jesus now, is what yeah, I something like that, which is a very Lutheran thing to do is to put yeah. Jesus back at the center of our faith, yeah. uh, as much as yeah. we love Mary 
and are grateful to God for her. <laughs> yeah, I think the original mural as it was would have sort of stretched, but would have required a very flexible reading of the Augsburg Confession. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But it's a beautiful campus and it's right on the bluff overlooking yes. Michigan. You can like take the steps down and see the lake. Very lovely. And it's also full of tunnels so that yes. if you are there in the wintertime, you don't have to feel those stiff lake breezes quite as much in your face. So yeah, wonderful. Campus. Those tunnels are really cool. <laughs> they are. Go all over campus underground. But we don't have time for tunnels. No. We are moving on, people. Back in <laughs> the car. Okay. Sorry. From Wisconsin. We're going to stop at Culver's on the way because, okay, of yeah. course, oh, I miss Culver's so much on the East Heard Coast. Me oh. up, <laughs> All right. But we've got our Culver's. We're on the way, heading southwest to an unassuming Midwest location known for its stalwart support of LCMS International Missions. <gasps> Where are we? Mission Central. Mission Iowa. That is right. We are in Mapleton, <laughs> Iowa, home of Mission Central. Correction. The world famous mm. Lord's Mission Central. Mm. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> You're welcome. This is for you, Brie. You know. Thank I knew it. <laughs> I love Gary. A little Gare Bear. I saw yes, him. Gary Tease, he has been a staunch advocate for missions for many, many years and is a deployed mission development counselor who set up what is now known as Mission Central or what Bree said. It's a cluster <laughs> of farm buildings in Mapleton, Iowa, that in the words of our own website, say, became a miraculous, quote, not normal place in the middle of nowhere. Not normal place. That's Gary's favorite terminology. Yes, they is. are not normal. And it literally is. I was I was there in May for the first time visiting. And first of all, it is a sight to see. You really should go. But also, it is literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, mm -hmm. Link. So funny. You'll miss it. And yes. is it not normal? It is very, very not normal. Oh, now I have to go. Yeah. You got to. Well, the good news is that Mission Central welcomes individual visitors and groups for tours, museum visits, and presentations by visiting missionaries. So, museum visits? I guess There's so. Whole... I don't... Oh, my gosh. You guys, you need to go. Bree, okay. tell us why. Tell There's... us why. Okay. There is a barn that Gary oh, no. has repurposed to be a creation museum. One that Whoa. I believe... Rivals the one in, where is it? Kentucky? Ken Kentucky. Wow. It doesn't rival it, but you can cut that, but it definitely doesn't. It's an immersive experience. It really is, truthfully. Mm -hmm. Gotta go. It sounds I wonderful. Mean, do, this place. do it. And like you okay. say, with the most family, it's the best. The only risk with this visit is you will probably come away really fired up about LCMS missions. Ain't nothing so wrong with that. Be prepared for that. Because I understand that's a common experience after yeah. meeting with these folks. But we need more people fired up about missions. So let's go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And keep going. Because now we are heading west again. Ooh. And north. And west cool. some more. And then a whole oh. lot more north. We're are we going to Canada? No, we are going up the Alaska Highway through Canada. Whoa. Ooh. To the northernmost LCMS congregation in the United States. Where, Whoa. where are we now? Are we in Anchorage? No. 
gnome. No. No to gnome. I don't know Alaska geography at all. No, I don't either. <laughs> There's only a couple more cities you will have heard of. Keep spitting them out. You'll get there. Juneau you know is further south. Yeah. Sitka. It is. No. You see Russia from your backyard. Oh. Um... Is Fair it the Air Force Base? Said there is an Air Force Base near there, yes. Ielson? Yeah, where is Ielson Air Force Base? I don't know. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Watch, I've never heard this city before. I'll go ahead and give it to you guys. Thank this is you. not the one I, I thought would be the hard one. But it's okay. You've been like, you're 100% so far. We got we to gotta keep the curve here. So it is Fairbanks. Oh, Fairbanks. Right. Fairbanks. She said Fairbanks. Yeah, but I thought it was already said, and so I didn't say it loudly because I oh, thought. Oh, Aaron, yeah, Aaron Wright. Aaron points to Aaron. Right. Points to Aaron. hundred percent. I say Chap- Chaplain Gandy is going to be very disappointed. We don't know our Alaska geography. He's <laughs> <laughs> <Sneeze> at Ielson. <laughs> so we are now at Zion Lutheran in Fairbanks, Alaska, founded in 1959. This wow. vibrant LCMS congregation also serves as a base for mission outreach into the vast and isolated interior of Alaska. It is so Very fun. cool. So, and it's really a, cool. I mean, yeah, it's, an, it's a lot of extra gas money to go up to Alaska just for this one stop. It's but my brother and his family actually lived in Fairbanks and attended this church for several years, and oh. they had nothing but good things to say about their time there. Awesome. So I think we're going to keep this on our itinerary, if you don't mind. Yeah, that mm-hmm. works for me. We're already mm-hmm. here, so. We're already here. Okay, but we're here for now, but we got to keep moving. We got to go. This is a road oh, trip. Boy. Are we getting on a boat? No, it's a road trip. <laughs> road we're going back south. There's really nowhere but south to go from here. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, from the great white north to the sultry south, we are now going to visit <laughs> another series of hamlets dotted with old Lutheran immigrant churches, only this time... The churches weren't built by Franconians. They were built by Wend. Oh, yeah. Wendish Lutherans. Where, Wendish. Where are we now? Texas. Texas. Yes, we are. Yes. That was a long drive. It was a very long drive. <laughs> That's like two days of driving, at least. So we are in Serban, Texas. Serban. Yes, the heart of Wendish Lutheranism in America. Beginning in 1849 about a decade after the much-talked-about Saxon immigration, which we'll talk much about probably in a little while. <laughs> and for pretty much exactly the same religious liberty reasons, a group of Lutheran Wends left Germany, arrived in Galveston, Texas, and settled a little ways north between Austin and Houston, and founded churches that would later become LCMS congregations. The Wends, mm-hmm. as I learned for this quiz, are a Slavic people from Eastern mm-hmm. Germany. And historically, yep. they lived in a region called Lusatia, uh, yeah. now in eastern Germany. They've never hmm. had their own nation, but they do have their own language and distinct culture. Hmm. Yep. And they settled, the Wendish Lutherans who came to America settled in the southern part of modern-day Lee County. And there they probably would have remained, you know, just anonymous to us, except that later on, Concordia University, Texas, began focusing and studying uh, this this community and their heritage and now there is a an annual wendish festival there's a couple yep. there's a texas wendish heritage museum located near the yep. original saint paul church cemetery and picnic ground 
I presume the cemetery and the picnic ground aren't exactly the same thing. <laughs> but these efforts have done a lot to sort of bring the Wendish Lutherans back together and learning about their own very special heritage and keeping the community ties strong, which is really cool. Yep. We've talked with Wendish Lutherans on the coffee hour before about their Wendish festival. And there's like a whole different set of foods that they have. I think Wendish noodles are a big thing. I don't remember what they are, but I know mm -hmm. it's a big thing. I do love noodles. But yeah, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. You'd probably love Wendish noodles. Yes. I, I never met noodles. a noodle I didn't like, though. Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like maybe we should do a recipe card at some point oh, that involved Wendish yeah. noodles. The power of Yes. Be delicious. Mm. I know Erin has a special fondness in her heart for noodles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but there's no time for noodles now because we are back in the car. Yeah. No snacks. No snacks. Get in the car. Well, there's only snack car snacks. Noodles are not a good car snack. No. Like, no. Noodles are not a good car snack. <laughs> nope. That Me. would end badly. Okay. That's fine. I was gonna argue that, but we don't have time. <laughs> We don't have time to debate have this. Have these peanuts instead. Okay. No, car peanuts are the worst. Car peanuts are the worst. <laughs> no peanuts. <laughs> Gummy bears like until you puke in color. Exactly. <laughs> car peanuts are the smell of my childhood and I can still smell it in my brain. And it's just the worst. Ew, car peanuts. <laughs> 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 they were my dad's go-to power snack of choice you knew he was getting kind of like tired and over it when he started like tossing back handfuls of peanuts <laughs> the peanuts our peanuts he's broken them out we gotta watch them. we gotta watch them. no no okay well Just here we go peanuts. no car peanuts no noodles <laughs> I suppose you can each have a small order of fries to keep you yes! occupied as we go. Okay, okay. Oh, but up, okay. Up, up, no ketchup, though. Don't get carried away. Yeah, no. sure. yeah. Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> All right, we are traveling <laughs> a whole lot of east and slightly to the north. You knew we'd get okay. here eventually. <gasps> we are headed to a bucolic spot known for being the seedbed, the heart of early LCMS Lutheranism in America. It was here that the 1938 Saxon emigration ended with seven small communities devoted to confessional Lutheran theology and hopefully agricultural survival. It was here that one year later, those Lutherans under the leadership of C.F.W. Walther built a one-room log cabin seminary, even though many of them were still living in tents and hovels at the time. Priorities. It was yes. from here that the scoundrel Martin Stefan was put in a rowboat and floated across the Mississippi. <laughs> Oh, bye. <laughs> Where are we now? Pa -pa 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 -pa. <laughs> yes, we are. We are in Perry County, Missouri. So even though my own forebears came a different route and ended up in Northwest Ohio and not Perry County, I am not a, a Perry County descendant. I'm grateful for to those people who came and helped set up our beloved synod. They first landed in New Orleans, and then St. Mm -hmm. Louis, and then kept going south to Perry County because it reminded them of the hills of their homeland. Mm. And yeah, then they true. went through some stuff. <laughs> they suffered from poverty and financial mismanagement and mm -hmm. poorly ordered priorities. I don't know, building your seminary first. I, I just, I love that about them. I really do. Yep. They were plagued by malaria 
and scarcity of food. The first years were extremely difficult. This is from, from Wikipedia here. These first years were extremely difficult for the colony, as the men were mostly students and professional men unaccustomed to farming and disease. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Wah, wah. Which is a very Lutheran yeah. sentence to say out loud, and I love it very much. <laughs> <It's true>. <laughs> yep. <laughs> However, despite all this, they did establish seven small settlements Altenburg, Dresden, Frona, Johannesburg, Peitzdorf, Seelitz, and Wittenberg, and founded an educational system, including the Log Cabin College, Concordia Semin the original Concordia Seminary, erected oh, yes. in 1839, a year after they got there, by C.F.W. Walter. You can still visit Perry <clears throat> County. They will be very happy to have you there. Especially yep. the Saxon Lutheran Memorial in Frona, Missouri, which is an outdoor history museum dedicated to preserving the memory of those early pioneer days of the second mm. Saxon emigrants. And apparently there, and I've never been, I would love to, there is a fall festival at Saxon Ooh, Lutheran Memorial. Fall festival. Held on the second Saturday of October each year, mm. which Ooh. has... Like demonstrations of old timey mid 1800s activities like blacksmithing and quilting and cider pressing and apple butter cooking oh, and the yeah. like. Uh, so, those of you who live close enough to do this should totally go oh. and send me pictures. I'm thinking what I'm thinking now. Road trip. and I are on this wavelength right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. You should go. I mean, double check. This, this site used to be owned by the Concordia Historical Society and has recently been spun off into its own nonprofit organization. So you'll want to like double check to make sure they're still doing it. But it sounds like it's pretty established. It's um, apple butter. Yes. On. Yes. Rachel, are you going to mention the Christmas Country Church tour too? No, but you are. Go ahead. <gasps> Yes. So Perry County also has a Christmas country church tour. It's not all Lutheran churches, but it's all of the old churches in Perry County. I don't remember how many. There's like 20, over 20 different ones you can go to. It happens in December. So also, if you're in the area, definitely check that out, too. It's all the old country churches and they deck them out for Christmas. Oh. And it's beautiful. And some of them are like legit on dirt roads and stuff. We took a tour bus there once with KFUO and it was an epic adventure. Church <laughs> sounds marvelous. Yes, definitely check that out, too. Okay. It's beautiful. Okay. So there we go. Perry County. Just Perry it's County. It's hard to see where our road trip could get any better from here. <sighs> but it's, it's going to, yeah, while okay. we're in the neighborhood, right? I think we better pop north to the present day heart of LCMS Lutheranism in America, where we can find a replica of that log cabin seminary and we can visit an imposing monolith that at one point was known as the Purple Palace. <laughs> we also, there's an added benefit while we're in this location that if we happen to throw a rock in any direction, we're going to hit the window of a Lutheran church or a Lutheran <laughs> school or a Lutheran parachurch organization. It's we'll true. Probably be able to check out Concordia Publishing House, the LWML, and Lutheran Hour Ministries, all of which have their headquarters here. Where are we, my friends? St. Louis! St. Louis, Missouri. No road trip would be complete without at least a day or two in the loo. Mm. Um, it's true. <laughs> there is so much LCMS stuff to see and do and visit here that I'm just going to touch on two major highlights. One, of course, is Concordia Seminary. We went to one seminary, so we kind of got to go to the other. It, otherwise, we'll get angry letters. People um, will 
So while we are at Concordia Seminary, we can climb Luther Tower, enjoy the 49 Bell Carillon, worship at the beautiful chapel of St. Timothy and Titus, check out that aforementioned log cabin seminary replica, and enjoy the collegiate Gothic architecture as we stroll the mm. quadrangle. And while we're there, we can also visit Concordia Historical Institute, their main offices and gallery. Right now, there's a current exhibit that sounds really exciting. Martin, Katerina, Philip, and Friedrich, Historic Images of the Reformers, an Exhibition of Fine Art. Sounds yes. wonderful. Spot two that you absolutely have to have to hit while you're in St. Louis would be the International Center. Yeah! You can stop by and wave at Sarah in the KFUO booth. Seriously, that place <laughs> is like a fishbowl. It is. <laughs> you can sit in on Daily Chapel, led by one of the many pastors who work on site. You can catch Bree and Aaron in the lunchroom, and Aaron will probably be knitting. True. Are you still knitting? You're still knitting. Yeah, yes. still wool winding. Yeah, mm. <gasps> wool winding. That's my favorite. Wool winding. Mm. You can walk through the other Concordia Historical Institute Museum on the second floor and see some wonderful art- artifacts from the history of Lutheranism and learn a lot about about the mission of the church there. And I believe. Fill me in on the details here. If you are visiting, especially with a group and phone ahead, you can request a tour of the whole building. Tell me about yes. that, friends. Yes, you can absolutely do that. You can schedule it online. We'll include a link in the show notes for how to how to arrange for your tour. But you can say, I want to see the KFUO studio and request other sort of highlights that you're really hoping There's to be a lot able of to do. Art around here that's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Including one piece by Kelly Schumacher, Uffenbeck, mm. that was yep. I really like a lot. Yes. 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 All right. So that's St. Louis. <laughs> Big sigh of relief. <laughs> that's right. Because mm. any yes, any trip to the Lutheran sites in St. Louis is going to be an intense couple of days. So much yep. to see, so little time. It's true. But we must move on. And I'm tired. Oh. I'm tired of driving at this point. I really am. So we're going to wind this down in a little bit. But before we come to the very last spot on our tour, I have to give a shout out to one location that I had really wanted to include, but ultimately, due to logistical hmm. roadblocks, wasn't able to. You got all the way up to northern Alaska. I was going to say that. But you know <laughs> what I mean? Okay. I will okay, suspend I wanna, this. I, I, this is, this is we're just skirting it for now. Okay. But I really hope that we can nail down the information. I was I basically run out of ran out of research time having hit a bunch of dead ends. All right. Oh, okay. Okay. I really, really, really wanted to drive our little car down to South Central Alabama, home of Dr. <gasps> Rosa J. Young, yes! and uh, pioneering yes! efforts as an educator, missionary, and church planter. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, since Concordia College, Alabama, and Selma closed, I'm having trouble locating. You know, a major, for uh, lack of a better word, pilgrimage site where uh-huh. one can can go and learn about mm. Dr. Young. Mm-hmm. And so I can't find a single conclusive spot to add to our itinerary. Many of the small rural churches she f- helped f- to found apparently were were consolidated when they joined the mm-hmm. Texas district and so, or mm-hmm. not the Texas district, Southern district mm-hmm. in the mid 1960s. And in many other ways, this trail for me kind of went cold. Hmm. So if anyone is out there, like maybe Kay Wolf, who Kay can, Wolf, <laughs> who can suggest a suitable spot to add to our Lutheran road trip itinerary, I would really welcome that because I feel like this is such a significant chapter in LCMS history that I would just love to include it somehow. Yeah. So that's the stop that little stop that wasn't on our grand tour. Now for the real last stop. 
Oh. I took you to the northernmost LCMS congregation in the U.S. So we had better stop by the southernmost, don't you think? Oh. oh. Now, the actual southernmost congregation that I was able to find, this may or may not be conclusive, is in is Christ Lutheran in Hilo, Hawaii? But that's not wow. on our road trip because no boats are allowed on this road trip. <laughs> <laughs> so we are instead visiting the southernmost congregation accessible by road that I could find in the mm-hmm. contiguous United States. Okay. Where are we now? Miami, Florida. Key West? Sarah has it. We actually Yay! have Lutherans in Key West, you guys. Yes, hey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was gobsmacked when I saw this. I was oh. just like looking at the map. We are at Grace Lutheran Church in Key West, founded in nice. 1942. This far-flung tropical congregation joined the LCMS in 1951 as part of the Florida, Georgia district. Aruba, hmm. Jamaica, Greg, <laughs> Ace. It's all those Midwest Lutherans that snowboard down in Florida, and right. they're like, hey, we need I a Lutheran suppose. church down here. There is a Navy base down there, too, so who knows? Oh, oh. There you go. So that is the end of our LCMS road trip, the ultimate Lutheran road trip. Love it. And Key West seems like a fine place to just leave you guys while I head back to Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll be fine, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Seriously, though, no, I wanna... what, what did I miss? Are there, first off, though, all the points to you guys. I don't think there was a single question you didn't know. So, James Sharp, well done on your geography lesson. That's uh, true. I guess and out. apparently living and working as LCMS Lutherans has you've been paying attention because you guys well, did amazing. I mean these I will say also the past podcasts get a lot of credit for for helping teach some of that. I don't think I would have known some of those things without some previous episodes like Frankenmuth and the mission to the Indians and we heard a lot about Perry County and things like that. So we're actually getting smarter, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. But seriously, are there any spots that should have been on in this quiz that were not? Hmm. I can think of a couple in Canada, but I don't know if that counts. <laughs> can you drive there? Yes. Then it Edmonton. counts. It does, but they're not technically LCMS anymore. They're Lutheran Church not Canada. Anymore, but they were LCMS at one point. Wouldn't mm-hmm. they be LCMS it's- right now? They're not LCMS right now. So if it's the ultimate LCMS road trip, no. If it's the ultimate Lutheran road trip, yeah, go ahead. Where are we going in Canada? Edmonton and St. Catharines. Yes. Yep. There's another seminary. Oh, no, I don't remember where it is. Brain fog. Definitely Edmonton, though. There's a lot of Lutheran history there. All right. Um, Uh, You could potentially visit Concordia, Missouri, which still has a Lutheran boarding school. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The only Lutheran boarding school in America, which yeah. is yep. cool. And, and maybe headquarters of Lutheran Bible translators is yep. currently there. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor Bramwell's church out in California. That's I would be curious what the, what the westernmost church is in America. I wonder if that one is the westernmost church. Oh, maybe. I mean, the westernmost church has got to be in Hawaii, too. But for road oh, trip yeah. purposes, mm-hmm. there's got to be. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, he's uh, over. I think that's the westernmost part of the it's at least the westernmost part of the lower 48. OK. In Ferndale, so, California. If we're just going with LCMS congregations. And we don't have to get there by car. I think the both westernmost and easternmost one would have to be Church of All Nations Hong Kong. 
Oh. oh. Yes. Full <laughs> jet ski there. Pulled that one out. Uh, so when we do the ultimate Lutheran amazing race, <laughs> yes, yes. That'll, be, that'll be on the quiz. A little high That's bad. That's fine. Perfect. They'll make a Lutheran version of it. Yes. That is perfect. Well, so in conclusion, wherever you road trip this summer, whether you are headed to the beach or the mountains or to grandma and grandpa's house, which is where we're headed, <laughs> or you are getting to live my dream and go on the ultimate Lutheran road trip. I encourage you to find your fellow Lutherans as you travel. Visiting LCMS churches wherever you go is an excellent way to broaden your horizons and get acquainted with some of the brothers and sisters in Christ that you haven't yet had a chance to meet in person. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. Yep. You can visit lcms.org or more specifically locator.lcms.org to find Lutheran LCMS churches wherever you're headed. You can also find schools and districts, but probably the churches are more relevant for a road trip. You can also, if you're a member of our Facebook group, do a shout out, say I'm passing through this area. Who can I connect with while I'm going through? People do that sometimes and it usually is very heartwarming to see the response. So much good hospitality to take advantage of. And if you would like to even be hosted by fellow Lutherans when you travel, be sure to check out LutheranBnB.com, like Airbnb mm-hmm. only Lutherans. This is a passion project of our friend Aaron Nielsen, who really wants to see Lutherans practicing hospitality in cool new ways. So those are my tips for surviving your summer road trip. They're pretty much all fine Lutherans and get together with them. Highly recommend. What about you guys? What are your road trip plans for this summer? And how do you uh, connect with Lutherans when you go? So I just got back a couple weeks ago from our annual vacation to Sunset Beach, North Carolina. And I wish I was back there. And (laughs) I take solace in the fact that we'll be there just after National LWML Convention. So that's... Every year when we're there, shout out to Risen Christ in Myrtle Beach. We go to church there on, on the Sunday that we're there, and there's a lot of growth happening, and it's it seems to be a thriving community. So it's very, cool. very interesting mission. I hate I hate the you're now entering the mission field signs. I get it, but I don't know. Anyway, but a very interesting mission field in that area, nevertheless. Cool. I'm getting ready to go on a road trip. My family, we're traveling up to Wisconsin in just a little bit at the end of July to celebrate my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. So that's going to be, that's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll have to see where we end up going to church during that time. That's super exciting. We've been to Pittsburgh a few times. We have our usual church and we just found our second church. If we have to leave early on a Sunday, we found another one we can go to. So we've got our usual churches there. And then hopefully we'll be able to make it up to Wisconsin for my like extended, extended family reunion in Wisconsin farmlands. And we have a tiny church there in, I think it's Reedsburg. Oh, it might be Loganville. I think it's in Loganville. It's a super tiny church on the top of a hill. It's one of my favorite places, though. It's so it's so quaint and wonderful. So we have our favorite church there, too. But I don't know if we're road tripping at all other than that this summer. Kind of laying low today. Or today, Kind of laying low this year. Also, <laughs> maybe today. <laughs> well, those sound like wonderful road trips. I will be headed to my favorite places in Michigan and Oregon. Ugh. And also to some of my favorite church homes away from home. 
uh, Trinity Lutheran in Conklin, Michigan. And we, we nearly always get to get to worship there when we're in town. And my husband's home congregation, Faith Lutheran Church in La Grande, Oregon. So thank you all in advance out there for your hospitality to us, because it means so much to us to be able to to visit and participate in life together with you when we're in town. Exactly. Oh, that's wonderful. And ladies, if you have more ideas for this LCMS slash Lutheran road trip, we would love to hear them. We'd love to hear your own road trip ideas and everything else that Rachel already mentioned in our Facebook group. You can join us there, the Lutheran Ladies Lounge on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram at Lutheran Ladies Lounge. Share your stories with us there. If you're not on social or you'd like to get Lutheran Ladies Lounge in your inbox, You can sign up for our monthly e-newsletter. You can see how to do that in the show notes for this episode, or you can send an email to lutheranladies at kfuo.org. You can find all of our podcasts at kfuo.org slash lutheranladieslounge or on your favorite podcasting app or on the KFUO radio app. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. 